in our last episode, we talked about some hard things and we talked about the fact that we have to start outsourcing, but what, what are we outsourcing? Today's episode, I'm going to go through a list of things you can delegate. Welcome to the Refine Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about but fear bringing up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Welcome back to another episode of their fine podcast. We are going to keep it light and fun and easy this week. I feel like the last episode was a doozy, but so necessary. But today I want to follow up on that one. And I want to share things that you can outsource and delegate in your business. I get asked this question a lot and it's such a good question. And now that I've become the queen of delegation, because I love it and I've become addicted I can look back and remember, gosh, I don't know where, I didn't, I didn't know where to start. So here's a two second story and then I'll jump into a list. Okay. I first started delegating by accident because there was something I just, I hated doing timelines and layouts as a planner and someone on our team was so good at them that I just started asking her to do them and paying her for them. And she did them faster. She did them more efficiently. They were just better all around. Okay. And then I was like, wait a second, is there more I don't like doing that she could do? <laughs> and it went from there, okay? So I think it's really good to start with like, what do you not like doing? What are you not good at doing? Is there someone on your team that likes it and is, and is good at it, okay? Or, or maybe they don't like it, but they're great at it or whatever, but like find the right combo. Like let's use wedding planners, for example, right? Like there's a business owner and then there are lead planners and then there's wedding day assistants and then there's interns. And like, just because someone has a title and a standard job doesn't mean you can't have one lead planner that does all the timelines and another lead planner that does all the layouts and another, and like a wedding day assistant that does, um, you know, calling images and, 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 and doing wedding submissions for publications, right? Like, you can still have specialties within your lead planners or whatnot, okay? And if they're independent contractors, maybe you set it up where they're paying each other for like, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be an independent contractor and, and ask someone else to do my timeline, then like I'm paying them directly, right? So that doesn't go through the business owners and it's tax issue, whatever. Y'all will have to figure that out. Just know you can get creative, okay? So when you delegate, you also have to be super clear in what you're asking, you also have to be willing to give feedback and you also have to be willing to uh, enter a period of like getting in a groove. It takes a second. You can't just expect someone to do it the way you want it done immediately. And this is the thing, like the reason we don't delegate is because we're control freaks. Like we are just, let's own it. Okay. Controlling, control and money are the two big reasons people don't outsource. Okay. But like, we don't have the luxury to care right now. We just don't. Okay. Done is better than perfect. And right now, outsource what you can. And this is why I'm such a big believer in outsourcing personal tasks because 
sure a lot of things in my home I am also particular about but like there's just a lot of it that like I'm not and it's easier to outsource because it's not client facing and again it, it costs less to outsource so if you're we'll get to those tasks in a minute but do you keep an open mind about that okay office tasks here are some things that you I'm just going to rattle them out okay and then you get to decide for your wedding pro category how the you know just get get your wheel spinning okay this is just a tip of the iceberg but like timelines layout um vendor reconciliation emails client emails in general uh check wedding pro availability education okay like you on my team go to the webinar you on my team go to this conference someone has to bring in new information here right but like but we can't all do it we don't all have time so uh social media outsource it content creation blogging accounting networking um so not everyone on your team has to be doing that right um assign that out spread it out calling photos who's going to do that wedding submissions uh researching and using alt tags wedding pro gifts client gifts thank you notes visiting new venues or things like that styled shoots errands research uh, creating comp charts um you know doing vendor appreciation events and and making sure that like you know you're you're staying grateful in your industry um team leads like have someone that like i i can't train as a business owner i can't train every new person that comes in right so like one way that i can uh, level up someone on the team and say, hey, you, lead planner over here, you're now the trainer. You now train everyone that walks in my door, okay? So, like, that's helpful, okay? But you got to have handbooks and SOPs and, and all that stuff in place for that to work. So, if you don't have it, get that going. Have someone on your team that documents everything they do over the next six months. And you, at the end of that six months, boom, you got it. You've got your SOPs, okay? Proofreading, uh organizing the office on onboarding clients managing staff assignments transcribing taking meeting notes um managing things like tailwind planally later all of that stuff okay you can outsource so much and a lot of it can be done in a way that like you can still approve the final output before a client sees it you can do that but get it going and i'll tell you one thing that um that happens when I outsource is that, you know, so someone I'll outsource something and they'll give it to me. And then I may end up overhauling it or tweaking it. I, I typically you're going to get to the, you're just tweaking it. Right. But like as a content creator, a lot of times I'll come in and I'll completely overhaul it. And I think it's really, really, really important to communicate to those you outsource to that. Hey, look, what you did to get it started was so valuable to me. Please take no offense to the tweaks or overhaul I've made here because I couldn't have gotten to where I got without what you did, right? Like you, you can't. So there's value in that. And, the, and, and this, this outsourcing relationship there, it can't be people, people can't take it too personally. Okay. So, but your feedback comes with rounded sentences and and you've got to have a solid relationship with them before you can just say change this color right because then that just sounds like oh my god they don't like it like hey this is you did a great job can you please just change this one color sounds so much better right okay personal tasks let's talk about that again i'm just a massive believer in outsourcing as much as you can in your home it it saves time it saves money um it's so much easier to outsource than your business because it's way less training. Um, and again, you can still have preferences in this, but 
it's just, it's less training. Okay. And it's not client facing, right? So like the only person at risk here is like me and my preferences. <laughs> okay. So grocery delivery, have your house clean, deliver your lawn mode, your get, have laundry services, someone walking your dog, meal prep, um, childcare, y'all childcare. <laughs> you cannot work at home with a six month old. Like they start crawling and they're all over the place. You cannot work from home with an 18 month old. They're into everything. I cannot work at home with a six and eight year old. Okay. It's really hard. And I know that a lot of us are doing this because we want to be a mom and stay at home and are a parent and stay at home. And like, guess what? American dream. Let's do it. We can, but we also have to be realistic of like, what does that mean? And where are we split? Right. So like, don't, if you do that, don't take on too much is my point. Okay. You can absolutely do it. And I do, there are plenty of days that, you know, that works out really well in my home, but like we all have to be realistic. Um, but I will tell you as if, if you're a mom listening, the bet I, I, I drug my feet on this for almost two years. I was, I was not going to do it. I was going to be a stay at home mom and I was going to work my business, but I am telling you the second I started childcare, um, and I, I, there's six and eight and I still feel split in a lot of ways, but we can't. We, I, I had to find space where I could like be my best for my clients during these five hours and be my best for my kid the rest of the time. Right. And like, not like split it up. Otherwise I was trying to be my best for everybody all at the same time. And you can't like, it just isn't, it's literally impossible. So like break that up so that when you are with your kid, it is quality time. And when you are with your client, it is, you know, fewer mistakes and, and quality output. Okay. That was a tangent for those of you that are not parents or not interested in being a parent. I apologize, but um, the more you know. Um, okay, so um, school drop-off and pickup. Is there a bus situation available? Can you carpool? What can what what can be more efficient about that in your life? Um, can you have someone do that for you? Errands, someone planning your travel, researching, um, doing research about like, you know, if I know that I need to reduce my cost on cable or whatever it is. is. Do people use cable anymore? I don't know. Um, who can come trim my trees? I don't know, but someone else can research that for me and figure it out, right? So I have a home manager guide in the refine shop. Go grab it. And it teaches all about how you can find someone to do all of these things. I mean, you can certainly outsource them individually, right? But like I have someone that does most all of these things for me um, under one umbrella. And okay, great, Amber, thank you. You've presented all these ideas and now it costs money. Where does the money come from? Well, you know, it takes money to make money. So I'll just be honest with you about that. And you can roll your eyes and feel like that's just like, oh, that's what educators say. But like, I'm a living example of that being true. And so are a lot of my students. And, and it is because it is true. And so, um, but it's scary. And you need to you need to do this with with calculation and um, with with strategy and information. Like right, like you're not just throwing spaghetti at a wall and hoping that like you make more money by outsourcing some stuff. Like outsource the stuff that like you don't make money while you're doing it, right? Like you as a business owner, if you're listening as a business owner, like you're the visionary, you're the idea person, you're and then you need people to execute on these things, right? And so um, if you're doing the sales and all that stuff, like that makes money, but like typing up the timeline does not make money. And you can always edit it after someone does, you know, creates 
takes a lot of it off your plate, right? Like they don't have to do the full thing, but like get that started. And the difference in the personal tasks versus the office tasks is I will say that the personal tasks don't cost as much to outsource. And honestly, we have found in our home that it pays for itself in a lot of ways because for me as a business owner, right? Like there were things that I was outsourcing in my business that then I decided, you know what? I think I'm gonna outsource my personal life instead because I still have, that still takes hours and hours of my time. And I'm gonna bring this back in my business because it, you know, and then like, that's a complete wash and I'm actually getting money back in my pocket because what I was outsourcing in my business cost more than what I'm now outsourcing in my personal life, okay? But then on top of that, let me tell you what else happens. We don't eat out as much. So we don't spend as much money on that sort of stuff. We don't throw as much food away because when it's meal prepped, it's actually there and all I do is pop it in the oven instead of being like, oh, I'm too tired for a messy kitchen tonight. Let's go out to eat. And then that food goes bad and I throw it away. Okay. It's all wasteful. It costs money. Um, we eat healthier because of that. So our health is better. My dogs are walked. They're healthier. My One of my dogs is having some issues. Guess what? Just walking here three times a week, healthier, less vet bills. Um, the just so much of this stuff because, you know, I'm there running errands. I'm not impulse buying at Target when I go in to buy one thing and come out with 12 things, right? They're, um, they're returning my packages on time. So that, you know, it's so, such easy stuff, but like, I don't do it. <laughs> and if I don't return it, then I don't get my money back. So if they return it, then I get my money back. This is just money you leave on the table. So Go grab that home manager guide. But these are things that you can outsource in your business or in your home that make a difference. Some of them, yeah, are going to cost you a penny. Some of them are things that really don't cost a lot. It's just a matter of shifting it on your team, right? Especially if you have salaried work workers, like what can you, or employees, like what among your team can y'all just like trade off and do and, and alleviate um, just even like the emotional labor of tasks, right? All right. I hope that was helpful. I hope to see you back next week. Like, share, review. Post this on Instagram and in your stories to get entered into you a drawing for some free goodies. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.